All right, indeed. Uh, for peace of mind and uncertain times, GlobalThreatSolutions.com. The company provides just so much uh, from the captain, uh, Kim Bombay, and uh, gives us uh, a couple of minutes here on this Monday morning. Kind of starts us off as far as the week, as far as what is happening uh, out there uh, in the uh, Middle East. Cap, good to have you here. So much happening over the weekend. Uh, including a surprise visit unannounced by the Secretary of State into Iraq uh, yesterday. Uh, We know that uh, the administration, White House, has has asked for kind of a pause, humanitarian, they say kind of the reason, hostages uh, and whatnot. Israel has said uh, the mission and everything else, the troops uh, are kind of making their way in through Gaza uh, checking out the streets and whatnot there. The beat goes on, and a lot to absorb here on this Monday morning, sir. Welcome. Morning, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, there were a lot of developments in the Middle East this week, and um, Israel continued an aggressive offensive, and Prime Minister Netanyahu stated he will only consider a humanitarian pause after he met with Secretary Blinken if all of the hostages are released, which uh, has obviously not happened at this point. And, you know, this poses a big challenge for the Biden administration because they're getting a lot of pressure, even from their own party and globally, to have a ceasefire in this conflict right now. And Israel's not uh, not going along with those plans. So in addition to that, Blinken, Secretary Blinken also traveled. He did like a whirlwind tour, went through the entire Middle East and met with leaders in Jordan and Turkey and, like you said, Iraq. And one thing that's um, interesting about Iraq that geopolitical implications is that you know when we moved into iraq and i was part of this um it used to be a sunni country because saddam hussein was sunni and now it's a shia led government majority government and the implications of that is that iran is shia so they have a lot of influence in iraq now and that's why you're seeing all these issues with these proxies that are there so i think that's why blinken wanted to go to iraq first of all to show support for our our few remaining troops that are there, but also to make sure that he meets with the Iraqi leadership and and, uh, gains support for what we're trying to do in the Middle East. Uh, What else do we have going on? The U.N., of course, says they've lost communication with everybody in Gaza, and they're demanding it's a crisis, and they're demanding more efforts be made to get supplies there. And one thing that has happened over the weekend, Jay, is that Jordan did an airdrop of humanitarian supplies, and they did it in coordination with Israel. But the U.N. says it's not nearly enough and that much more needs to be done. This is still a crisis. And then finally, before we move on, uh, what was interesting, it was kind of a rare announcement. The U.S. said that we have a guided missile submarine that just arrived in the Middle East. And just to give you an idea, these things are have robust arsenal. And they serve as a strict deterrent to anyone who wants to get involved in this conflict. Uh, these subs can carry 154 Tomahawk missiles, cruise missiles. Um, and that's 50% more than a U.S. guided missile destroyer. So very powerful, great deterrent. And each one of those Tomahawks, Jay, just so you know, they can, they can carry a 1,000-pound high-explosive warhead. So that submarine is a real symbol of uh, uh, deterrence in the region. Yep, the captain uh, with us in my base. So, Cap, you know, we've learned and we've confirmed what Hamas is all about uh, as far as using uh, innocent people as 
human shields, pretty much. They have intertwined themselves uh, beneath the hospitals. They have intertwined themselves um, when in playgrounds. It is unbelievable. Uh, yes, this is what they're all about. Uh, and, you know, that's why you're getting a lot of pushback as far as Israel, their approach, and everything else. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I've I've tried to study so much over the last couple of days. Usually, uh, you know, I disengage. How do, you, how do you disengage with all the events going on here? But, you know, Israel right now is on a mission. They are there to eradicate this organization. You're getting messaging uh, after we uh, left you on Friday, right after our show. Uh, the leader, Hezbollah, uh, made some comments as well, derogatory United States, threats and everything going on in that regard, nothing you wouldn't expect. But, you know, you're dealing with uh, a terrorist organization, scruples zero, and you have to fight zero scruples the way you know how. And unfortunately, uh, in all of this, some people are going to die, they have already, but it's all about trying to rid yourself uh, of this poison right now. Yeah. So, uh, another thing that, along those lines, Jay, is that Israel right now, we're hearing from Israeli media that they're planning on moving in either today or tomorrow to Gaza City. And this is key. This is the capital of the Gaza Strip. And they feel that this is like a turning point once they move in there. I think it's going to be hard fighting, but they think it's critical to do this and move into Gaza City to remove the sort of power base of Hamas in the region. But it's it's not. this is going to be over quickly. And it's, I don't see any signs of Israel um, relenting. I think what they will do is what they did sort of over the weekend. They're going to make efforts. They also opened up a four-hour humanitarian corridor over the weekend where they would let humanitarian uh, supplies get in, but also people to flee, to, to be able to leave the region. You're going to see more of that, those like little micro efforts. But they're not. I do not see them agreeing to any type of a ceasefire even if it's called something else, like a humanitarian pause. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's what it's all about. And, you know, you and I questioned uh, Tony Blinken's visit there for the second time uh, as far as Israel making his way into Jordan, a surprise visit into Iraq. Uh, even though he said, you know, with ceasefires and everything else, it, it certainly sounded okay. But you know, in initial presentation to Netanyahu and the forces was kind of, you know, a break in the action to allow for humanitarian cause. Um, my belief was it was more of the political sense of that ask, and uh, nothing less because of all what's going on in this country, of what is being seen, these protests. I mean, what, what uh, congregated in the nation's capital on Saturday was just unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable to set to get a, a visual of that, but you get a sense here that this administration is kind of feeling it in that regard. Yeah, oh, for sure, Jay. That's that is why you know. Listen, I give the secretary credit. He's been over there several times already. He's working. That's at least there's diplomacy at hand right now going on. But of course, it's mostly domestic politics. It's the reason they're pushing so hard for that pause. We all saw what's going on with Rashida Tlaib. Um, she's getting a lot of backlash now for that chant they were doing from the river to the sea, which basically means, you know, eradicate the Jewish state. 
Um, she says differently. But he's getting so much pressure. We had 100,000 people at the White House. And, Jay, it really makes you think, you know, like, why? It, it seems so, to so many people, this seems so black and white. Now, listen, I understand you don't want to see innocent civilians hurt in this. Everybody understands that. But when you look at especially the young people in this country, the college campuses, um, and and you wonder, how are they seeing, are they reading something different? Are they seeing something different than everyone else? It's like this was such a brutal attack. Israel has to defend itself. They're, and, and by the way, Hamas is using civilians. These are war crimes, civilians as shields. They're holding civilian hostages, more war crimes. How do they not see this? And a part of it, I just read a piece, Jay, that talks about that the majority of these kids this age, not only are they getting all of their news from social media, the majority of it's from TikTok. And, and by the way, TikTok is Chinese controlled. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not hard to put the pieces together here. I don't think they're getting between these college professors these people who are, who are, you know, far, far extreme left, many of them, and them getting their news sources from TikTok and other social media, I think there's just, it's misinformation. So, so it's a combination of things, and it's having devastating effects domestically, especially for the Biden administration and the Democratic Party. Yeah, no, without question, the captain, of course, with us uh, with the uh, Global Threat Report, Gaza, uh, right now, being infiltrated. As far as the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces are concerned, you've got more artillery uh, cap. As far as the Mediterranean is concerned, you've got a lot of forces in and around. Uh, still those attacks on those bases in the Middle East, 27 in all, uh, that looms large. But as Ballas talked about on Friday morning, uh, you know, you've pretty much are on high alert now uh, all the way around. You still have a reported 242 uh, hostages uh, at stake here. You know, it's interesting that I don't think enough is made out of the fact that Americans have died over there, Captain, based on all this, what has occurred. Uh, the 1,400-plus Israeli citizens and everything else intertwined with Americans, by the way. Not enough is being said over the people that we have lost as far as being American citizens. That's right. And the hostages themselves. We have so many people screaming for, they're saying this is genocide by the Israelis, they're screaming for humanitarian efforts, they want a ceasefire. Nobody's saying, let the hostages go. You don't even hear it. You're not hearing that in the media. You don't read much about that. You'll see articles about, currently today, they're estimating 242 hostages. But where are these global screams for to stop committing these war crimes, um, which is using civilians as shields, holding the hostages, and of course the initial horrific act on October seventh? Where are the where's the global outcry against that? It lasted like twenty four hours, and now everything seems to be anti Israel right now, and the Palestinians are all victims. And you know, I I would like to see an accurate um, assessment of the Palestinian people. And their beliefs, I think many of them, Jay, they support Hamas. And and I would like to think they don't, but how do 30,000, uh, an element of 30,000 people control this country or this, this region of 2.3 million people? I think if you were to take an, uh, see an accurate poll, many of them support Hamas. And that's why it's sort of a self-inflicted 
um, uh, wound they have right now because the Israelis will do all they can to avoid civilian casualties, but they're not going to let Hamas slip. They're not going to have a ceasefire just because they hide under refugee camps. No matter what, they're going to get Hamas, and that's what we're going to continue to see in the next weeks and months ahead. Cap, it should be interesting. We'll keep an eye on things. Uh, a lot uh, a lot happening, my friend. Uh, and, uh, you know, as the Secretary of State makes his way back, there's going to be a lot of back and forth. This will be a very big week in this conflict. We'll see what it brings. Can't thank you enough for a couple of minutes. Thanks, Shay. Thanks for having me on.